And welcome to another edition of the Firmware Update, episode 220. I'm one of your hosts, Malcolm Spinetti. Joining me, as always, is Joe Garcia. Joe, in all due sincerity, how you doing today? Oh, man. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a rough one, man. It's, it's, it's been... It's been a hell of a few days. Yeah. Um, for those wondering, we're not even 24 hours about the tragic news about Chadwick Boseman, uh, the otherwise known by many as the Black Panther, Black Panther, also known as Jackie Robinson. And so friggin' A, that, that whole story, kind of a bummer. Well, it is. It's a, it's a tragedy is what it is. But Yeah, it really is. Because, uh, man, if there's... There's a guy that meant so much to, to so many people. It, it, it'd be him. Um, like what 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 Black Panther meant for for so many people, uh, you know, and 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 black community. It's like it's like it's truly a loss, man. Like it's like I <laughs> like when I heard it, like I couldn't even believe it at first. And and you know, like and to to find out that you know he he was sick with like terminal cancer for for four years, and like nobody knew that he was fighting this thing. Uh, except for obviously, um, you know, people closest to him. Like it, it's just, man, it's deflating. <laughs> That's what it is. Um, fuck. Yeah, I mean, I, I heard it last night. Uh, my friend Matt in a in a chat we we're in, he just posted it, and it, it just completely blindsided me. Like as Joe said, we no one knew he was sick. Like there were reports from a while back that he was losing weight, and which. He didn't re- he didn't go into it all, and uh, but that was really it. And then all of a sudden, you find out for the last four years, which is quite a few movies, he's been fighting this while doing those roles because those roles meant a lot to people. And it was just devastating. Like it, it was just like a normal day. And all of a sudden, oh, by the way, hey, Black Panther's gone. It's like goddamn. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's it just. I mean, fuck, man, he was forty three. Um, and that's like life is fleeting, man. We're all on borrowed time. We just never know. Um, and it goes to show you that also you just have no idea what people are dealing with, um, unless they tell you outright, you know, like, so it's, it's just a painful lesson to, to, you know, treat each other with kindness, you know, and, and to, to, to be good to each other. Cause you just never know what people are dealing with. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, it's fucking right. Like, especially, you know, uh, for me, like I had just come off the day before of the highest of highs, which I'll, sh- <laughs> I'll share here just cause I'm a, cause it's geeky nerd stuff. Like <laughs> now, as some of you may know, I'm a huge professional wrestling fan as is Joe. We, uh, <laughs> for short, for a cup of coffee, we did a show called slam university, even got into a minor altercation with the genius, which is a fun little aside. But, uh, <laughs> one of my favorite guy, in fact, my favorite wrestler right now, I would say is John Moxley. And it's a weird one. Cause, uh, you know, he was in the shield and people te- usually look to the other two as being the highlights, but I staunchly defended that he was the best one out of all of them. And let's just say people didn't agree with me. And that's sort of <laughs> like, it, it actually kind of reminds me of the time when we were into PS three and everybody was into Xbox 360. You know, we were hired at front Wars gamer. Remember that website? And, <laughs> as the PlayStation guys, because it was like, oh, who would play PlayStation? Well, the day before, my guy, John Moxley, the guy I've had that uphill <laughs> climb and staunchly defended for years, and people laughed in my face. Laughed, Joe, I say. But in a publication known as the PWI 500, which has been a, an annual issue every uh, – Every year for the last 30 years. In fact, this one is the 30th anniversary. So 31 years, maybe. I don't know. But anyway, so, oh, but John Moxley in, and this is once again, something Matt posted on the chat. And I almost thought it was like kayfabe news for, because <laughs> 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 like, no, there's no way I, I get this. Something like this happens with me, but he posted and John Moxley is ranked number one out of the top 500 wrestlers for the year. And to say I had an explosion of absolute glee (laughs) is a a vast understatement. I I barely got any sleep. Like, vindication, Joe. It's like when Brett won the title. It's like, ha, see, he does. (laughs) He is good, god damn it. (laughs) 
Oh, but I was on the highest of highs, and I rode that all through work. I, I actually completed an entire day of work for the first time in a little while, and I was super stoked, and then Black Panther, and it's like, God damn it, what, can I just have, like, 24 hours of awesomeness? Jesus. <laughs> so, but yeah, so, but Chadwick would want us to carry on, and I, I watched Black Panther last night, and we're always going to remember him. He was one yes. of the great, absolute greats, and he brought a great... Not a hero to life. Whoever takes up the mantle after him has some big shoes to fill, but uh, I'm sure everything will work out. And rest in power, Chadwick. Thanks for everything. All right. Icon, man. Absolute. You bombay. But anyway, time to move on here, Joe. Joe, what have you been up to? What have you been playing since we last chatted? Oh, uh, quite a quite a number of things. Um, like I finished Shackles of Zero. That's Still an incredible game. <laughs> uh, finished my replay of that. Started up Yakuza 3. Uh, remastered, because I bought that remastered collection a little while ago. Uh, um, you know, that, that game is pretty good. <laughs> still, it, Yakuza games are, are typically pretty good. Um, but I did finish Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, we talked about it pretty lengthily uh, on the last show, so I don't need to get super into it. But um, yeah, I finished up the story. Uh, got all the trophies. Got the platinum. Uh, that game's a lot of fun. That game's <laughs> that game's good, man. That's a good ass game. Sony might have something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you have you finished it since uh, last show? Uh, unfortunately, not yet. Uh, due to the game, I'll be talking about a little bit later. Just sort of sucked up all my t- all my free time. Before I knew it, I was just playing that nonstop. But. Uh, uh. From the bit I've played of it, it's a freaking masterpiece. I, I love this. I, I love Ghost of the Tsushima. You don't let my mispronunciation of the name fool you. I do love this game. <laughs> and Ghost I of <laughs> Ghost of Sashimi is a great game, folks. You should play. <laughs> but uh, uh, it's a fantastic game. Great combat. Very realistic too. Love the enemies. Love the stances. And, uh, well, we, we talked about it in length already, but it's a fantastic game. Easily hands yeah, down. What, what, so what did you think about, like, without going into it, do you think it ended well? The, or it wasn't like one of those times where it ends and it's like, oh, are you fucking kidding me? I went through all that for that? Or No, no, it's a, it's a good ending. It, it, and it kind of, it comes to, like, it's not, it, it comes to kind of the conclusion that you expect, I guess. Um, but... You know, there's they that's, there's one choice in that game uh, right at the very end that you got to make. Uh, took me a couple took me a couple minutes to I had, I had to put down the controller and I had to ponder it a little bit. Um, but uh, yeah, like it, the story is it's pretty straightforward, like you know straightforward. But it's it's good, it's good. I liked it. So forget, correct me if I'm mistaken, but I believe you platinum this one, Joe. I sure did. <laughs> <laughs> I sure did. Obviously, it was a fun, as all Platinums usually do, are pretty fun. But just out of curiosity, how attainable do you think it, this one is? Is it like there's no, like, beat it twice or anything like that? Is no, it? no. Like, the difficulty doesn't matter. Uh, so you can play it on the easiest difficulty if you want. Um, it's real, it's just a matter of, um, obviously, beating the story uh, and not even getting all the collectibles. Like, they're, like, some of the collectibles are, like, the artifacts and the Mongolian... Like the Mongolian artifacts and the uh, and like the documents and all that. Like you, like you only have to collect like twenty of those total, uh, and the rest is like you know light all the lighthouses and uh, do all the fox, like do all the <laughs> like basically clear the map is, is basically what it comes out to. Those damn foxes always making you park <laughs> park the horse and go chase him for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm chasing this fucking fox. <laughs> Let's not forget the yellow birds. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, they are adding, I guess, in a, in a little bit of news here, like they are adding a, a co-op mode uh, to the game, I guess, soon-ish, uh, up to four players. That's what should be pretty fun. Hmm. Yeah, did def- you hear about that? Um, I, I did see about it. It sort of came out of nowhere. Like a, I thought it was like one and done. Like, okay, the, like it's already a fantastic game for the asking price in and of itself, let alone adding a, a multiplayer. Uh, it looks pretty interesting, especially combining all the stuff that from the previous games or excuse me, from the pre, from what you've learned so far and doing it in multiplayer. Like, so is it just like you go into camps together and take out the enemy together or you're taking out each other or, um, it, I, I don't know if it's 
it, it seems to be more like super, like leans more on the supernatural stuff. Uh, I think, I mean, based on the trailer that that they released for it, um, like it does, like you're not gonna play Jin or, or anybody from the main game. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm. It's gonna be interesting to see how that actually plays out. Um, you know, there there's four different character classes that they're that you'll be able to play as the samurai, uh, the hunter, rodent, or assassin. Uh, yeah, it should be fun. <laughs> um, as long as I don't play as whoever has the bow and arrow, because bow and arrow is probably my least <laughs> favorite, my least favorite weapon in that game. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Cool. It's one of those ones you want to raise that concentration meter, is or whatever they call the bullet arrow time. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah, until you do that, it it's freaking garbage playing with the arrow. <laughs> <laughs> like it seems like everyone's so much faster at drawing their bow than than you are. Like even if you're using the the half bow. Hmm. Longbow is pretty badass, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. But so, without once again, without giving away giving away the ending or anything like that, do you think there's a good chance we get a sequel from this, or do we have like a definitive ending? Um. No. No. You definitely. There's definitely more to to that. Like you can definitely build a sequel off of awesome. off of the end of the game. Awesome. Awesome. So no shadow of the Colossus on this one. So we're good. <laughs> <laughs> Though Jin climbing on top of celestial dragons and stuff, and <laughs> that could be pretty good. Just saying. <laughs> uh, anything else you wanted to add on uh, on Ghost? Uh, nope. Just uh, go ahead and play it. It's real good. Mm. All right, Joe. Joe, you, you're gonna. Joe's gonna kind of gonna kind of carry the show. I've really only been playing one game on my lazy ass. But <laughs> <laughs> so, what else have you been playing, dear buddy? Uh, speaking of carrying, uh, how about carry on? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, that's a, uh, that's a really cool game. Um, I played it on Xbox one cause it's part of uh, Xbox or released on Xbox game pass. So I did, I got to play it at no additional cost to me. Uh, and it's a real neat game. It's, it's kind of like a Metroidvania, uh, pixelated graphics and all that. Um, it's what I guess what you could call a reverse horror game. Uh, where you're the one playing the horrible, horrible people-eating <laughs> monster, mm. and you're kind of just terrorizing uh, people uh, throughout these, like, bases, because you're, like, you kind of, I guess you're, like, this biological experiment or something, mm. uh, and you bust out of your lab and just immediately start ruining sh- people's shit. <laughs> uh, and it's it's fun, like, just kind of, like, crawling and crawling around uh, the environment is like fun <laughs> just because uh, you know you've got these horrible tentacles uh you can attach to the walls and ceiling uh pretty pretty effortlessly uh and you know like the your blood is just splattering everywhere like even as you just slither around but like as you eat people obviously um and you know being a being a metroidvania type game uh you know obviously there are power-ups so you you get new abilities uh you also get larger uh, like there's three different stages that you can uh, grow into basically like from the smallest stage um, you have the least health but you're also the most mobile uh, like there's a middle stage uh, where where uh, you can start slamming into <laughs> into like through walls and stuff mm-hmm. uh, and then the giant stage where it's where it's just you're just like this horrible horrible man, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's 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 it, the game is really good at making you feel like the most powerful being in the game because you know obviously you are, um, and you know like it's it's just satisfying just kind of like slithering and crawling around, uh, like you, you can even swim underwater. Uh, like one of the abilities is that like oh like what, as you're going underwater like there's these weird barriers that you can't quite get through, uh, but one of the abilities is that oh like if you go underwater you become you become horrible worms. <laughs> And you can slither through anything, basically. It's like, oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> but also awesome. Uh, and yeah, man, it's 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 not a long game at all. Like you can beat it within a few hours. Um, and like all the achievements, or like, is this game on PlayStation? I didn't even uh, I look. Be- to I believe it is. Like, I know it's on Switch for sure, also, and PC. But uh, like I said, I played on Xbox. But but either way, um, yeah, like it, it's it's not a very long game at all. Um. But yeah, it's 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 pretty satisfying. Um, definitely recommend that game. It's it's, it's neat. So can I uh, tell a really quick story that's happening as we're talking here? Absolutely. So as I mentioned earlier, I'm a uh, ner- wrestling nerd, and my wife right now is over at Walmart picking up some stuff, 
<laughs> okay. And one of the stuff I asked her to do is look over to the toy aisle and see if any AEW action figures are there. <laughs> and uh, the, when we went over there, like they've been selling selling out pretty consistently, which for for AEW is fantastic. A little frustrating for me. So we went over there or last week. And believe it or not, it's right next to the WWE action figures, which you wouldn't think would be the case there, all things considered. (laughs) (laughs) But they're right next to each other. And uh, at the time we went there, it was just like there was no AEW and uh, there was like this lone AJ Styles action figure hanging (laughs) next to the empty racks. And uh, Sandra just checked over there and and she just texted me back, yeah, still just lonely AJ Styles hanging there. <laughs> but one day, Joe, one day. Anyway, coming back to Carrion. Yeah, I remember seeing Devolver's been doing pretty good with video games as of late, I have to say. We're yes, back. yes, they are the publisher for, for this game. So, so we'll talk about another game they helped publish in a moment here. But uh, yeah, I remember seeing Carrion. I feel like at least for two of those uh, conferences they've been doing, which are fantastic, I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the entire concept just looked phenomenal there. Just watching, like I've watched speed runs of the game. I haven't had a chance to play it, play it myself. But it just looks like a, it's a very, very cool idea just going around as the monster and freaking killing stuff. <laughs> yeah, like it's neat. Like, um, like obviously being like this weird facility, um, like there are security guards, so you know, like you're being shot at. Um, you know, sometimes it gets a little tricky, um, having to crawl through, like vents and stuff, because like some of the like some of the enemies are like you know not just soldiers with guns. Like some of them have flamethrowers, and if you catch on fire, that's pretty much the end of you, <laughs> uh, unless you happen to be near water. Uh, like there are like some mech enemies that are really tricky to. To, to kill unless you're like enormous uh i can slam through them um so there's some there's some part po- like small pockets of the game where it's uh where having to figure out how to kill uh like the more powerful enemies gets a little tricky uh, and i do wish there was a map for the game also because like there's a lot of like in in getting all the achievements for it um like you have to that means getting like all the power-ups uh, and that means you know backtracking uh to to, to previous parts of the game once you unlock certain abilities you can go collect other abilities uh but it's 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 tricky uh without a map <laughs> um now i understand you're playing as a horrible monster maybe <laughs> you don't maybe you don't know how to read a map <laughs> uh but you know for the sake of a video game uh it would it would be nice it would be appreciated <laughs> i would love it um, if you it's weird. It's weird to play Metrovania without any access to a map. But I, I, which you know, I guess it makes sense in the context that you're a big, scary, disgusting monster. <laughs> yeah, like what's a map? <laughs> <laughs> it's like I mean, you could think of ways around it. Like maybe it has fo- photographic memory or something like that. I don't yeah, know. I mean, you you can um, like you do have like this echolocation power. So like you you make a horrible roar uh, and then it'll kind of ping where the next like save point is. Ah. Um, but that's pretty much, uh, the, <laughs> the extent of, uh, any sort of navigation you have. And it is fun to be able to, to like go into a new room, uh, you know, unbeknownst to, to the people in it, like through the vents or whatever, like under the floors and they don't know that you're there. And then you just do the roar to, to echo, <laughs> the echo location thing. And they're like, Oh fuck. <laughs> uh, to see the like, characters kind of like freak out. Uh, it's cool. Neat game. I'd recommend uh, I have the list here. So it's on Windows, Xbox, of course, Nintendo Switch, Mac OS, Linux, not PlayStation 4, which is very interesting and a shame, but I've got a yeah. Switch, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll check it out. Uh, do you know what the price is on that game? Because, uh, like I said, through Game Pass, I, I didn't have to pay anything to, <laughs> to play it. <laughs> Uh, I I don't, but if I was to make a guess, probably nineteen ninety nine is usually what the cost is. Uh, yes, that's what it is. Okay. All right, nice. Um, yeah, that's. I don't know. For twenty bucks, it's it's a pretty short game, so I I don't know. Maybe if it was fifteen, it'd be a little bit it's just a little bit easier to recommend. But either way, it's worth it's worth playing uh, at some point. Fantastic, fantastic. All right, Joe, man of a million games. What else have you been playing? <laughs> Uh, let's see. I also played the new Battletoads, which uh, also came out on Game Pass on Xbox One. I believe that's since uh, since Microsoft does own Battletoads uh, through through uh, virtue of owning uh, Rare, 
um, that that means the game is only on PC and uh, and Xbox One. Uh, but the game is it's 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 not bad. <laughs> like I've never been like a huge Battletoads fan. Uh, the previous games, you know, like the ones on the NES, I I always kind of felt were were like hard for the sake of hard, like not necessarily fun hard. Just kind of like <laughs> what horrible monster designed the game this way. Uh, but the game is it's fun. Like it like I thought. Like the art style is is it's got a, it's got a good art style, um, and the game tries very hard to be funny, and for the most part it lands. <laughs> um, like there's some like some like I think the game isn't as funny during gameplay moments as it is during cutscenes. Like mm. I think, <laughs> uh, like the the conceit of the game is that like hey it's been 27 years since the last fucking Battletoads game. It's like let's play on that. It's like oh it's been 27 <laughs> it's also been 27 years since. Uh, since the events of the previous game is like, and the way they explain it is, <laughs> is that the battle toads have been trapped in some weird, weird simulation bunker, and they think that they've been re- living real life, uh, like as beloved superheroes. And then they get rescued from this bunker. They're like, <laughs> and they're like, they're not shit. <laughs> like the first thing that happens is like, like they go get menial jobs or whatever. Like one of the suits, <laughs> like one works at, like at a, like. <laughs> like one works at like an office and the other one like is a masseuse. Kinda, yeah, like a masseuse. One works at an office and the other one just kind of signs autographs or whatever. Well, uh, signs autograph for the actual actor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and uh, and you play through these menial jobs at, like in a cutscene, and it's it's actually really funny. Uh, it's 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 good. Like I thought, like I didn't, I haven't beaten the game at all. Like I've only played an hour or so. Um, but so far, it, it's really funny. Um, it's not as fun to play as, like, uh, Streets of Rage 4, which mm. I talked about on the last show. Uh, and I, that's a game that I adore. Uh, like, it's not as quite as satisfying as that in terms of the combat. Um, and if you were excited about... If you love turbo bikes, and the, or if you love to hate the turbo bikes and the NES, well, they found a new way for you to hate turbo bikes in this one. We think. Uh, but... But so far, uh, so far it's not bad. I, I do plan on finishing it. Yeah, like I, I, I was there when the original Battletoads came out. <laughs> I feel like Souls like should be called Battletoads like, just giving an indication of how ridiculous that game was. Because <laughs> a lot of people they have the false assumption that it's a beat 'em up. No, no, dude. They they throw in so much garbage into that first game, especially. <laughs> oh God, the snakes. Oh yeah, the speed bikes, the freaking uh, like. Okay, there was essentially one part where you were attached to this unicycle and you were trying to outrun this uh, one ball, this like <laughs> circle who's following you, and you had to keep pressing in the direction you were going to get the maximum amount of speed. And if you relented even for a second, you may as well just let the thing catch and kill you. <laughs> oh man. There, there's like there were like surfboards, surfing levels where you're just like dodging stuff and that's coming at you at a rapid pace. It was like there, there was a time where video video game rentals were a thing, and the video game companies had a deal with those with the rental places where they made the game as hard as hell, so that <laughs> people would have to rent it twenty times in order to beat it. So. <laughs> right. And uh, Battletoads was a hard game to, like, find at those stores because people are always getting it because I guess they wanted to beat that game. But that that original game was relentless, was ridiculously hard. Like, for instance, there were warp zones because good luck getting through the game without them. <laughs> and if you beat the game using those war- using the warp zones to get to the final level, at the cut, the ending cutscene after, which is still a lot of bullshit you have to go through in order to get, beat the game, but... The Dark Queen is like, yeah, whatever, you beat me, but at least I didn't cheat like you did. And that, <laughs> and that was it. You didn't get the actual ending. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> but anyway, talking about the actual game proper, I haven't played myself, but I did watch the cutscenes because I was just curious and I don't own an Xbox. And I got to tell you, the cutscenes made me want an animated series of this game at the very least. <laughs> <laughs> I do like what they did with the personalities where... Uh, Zitz is sort of the bungling leader. Pimple is the powerhouse, but also a devout pacifist with anger issues. And Rash is an idiot with an ego problem too. So it's it's, and I love what they do with the uh, 
with uh, one of the old characters, which I will I will keep to myself uh, to not spoil Joe, <laughs> who of course knows all of the Battletoad lore and oh, would, of course, yes. you know, would know immediately who I'm referencing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but how, so did you actually make it into one of those, uh, bike levels? Uh, in this new one? Yes. It, now, when you say you stopped after an hour, was it after an hour of playing that level and you didn't want to play anymore? <laughs> I think half the time I spent was playing that level. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> they get right into it, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. Uh. <laughs> Well, at least they kept true to the source material. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I, I'm. I'll. I'll cheer you on in your endeavors there with the battle talks. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. All right. So, well, what else have you been playing, man? Uh, well, I've been playing a lot of the game that you've been playing that I recommended to you. Uh, so maybe we should get into your stuff first All before right. we get to the last game I've been playing. All right. So mine's a bit of a tale because uh, I've been <laughs> playing a game. That I mentioned on the last show called Destiny 2. It's a little indie game not many people have heard about. Uh, but I, I've, it's really starting to get traction. And it had a trailer at not Gamescom or whatever the this thing the other day was. So, <laughs> oh, and, so I think it's going places. But anyway. So Sandra has actually been playing the game. Sandra's my wife, by the way. <laughs> has been playing the game for several months now like uh, at least I think she has at least two months on me and she downloaded it one day because I didn't even realize this but uh, at some point the decision was made it's just free <laughs> and that's yeah. and that's it so uh, she she played it I I was still burned from the first game so I didn't <laughs> but I kept like a little bit of a tab on her like I would see her playing a little bit then I would go away and then another week later she's actually on a headset with someone playing the game and I was like huh okay that's a development and next thing, she's in a clan, and uh, you know her light level is getting pretty high up. Like, like little did I know you start at seven fifty now, but she was at like one thousand, and I was like, Jesus Christ! So how much time has she been playing this game? So finally, the uh, curiosity got to me, and I downloaded this stuff, and I started playing it not too long after I played started playing Ghost. And everything, and just go back to the previous episode where I said like how this is a actually now a pretty interesting game with interesting lore, interesting weapons, and the same combat is there, which was great because it's great combat. So I was getting into it. Sandra found a way to get me into the clan, and which which sounds really awful when I say it out loud, but it's not what you think. But anyway, <laughs> uh, but finally. So a lot of people have a tendency to think that uh, all the, with the destiny, all there is, it's just like a, it's a first person shooter. You just go around shooting things and that's the most uh, that thought process that you have to put into it. And little did I know that there was like, these developers are evil, Joe. They are a terrible <laughs> people and they come up with these ridiculous puzzles to like announce new stuff or have exotic gear some of them involving learning actual code that but Jeez. using it in a game or like you'll be in a room and there's a puzzle there, but you can't see it. And little do you know, you have to look down the sights of specific guns at specific monitors to see different things. And you only have so much time to put it in. Otherwise it's going to kick your ass out and you have to start over. It's like, uh, so many little things. And a lot of that is shown in what are called raids, which, oh and Joe, out of curiosity now, before the show, this is part of the show prep, I sent Joe a YouTube video about the raid that I did <laughs> called Garden of Salvation. Joe, did you ponder it at all? Did you look it over? I did look at it. I did watch the whole video and good God. <laughs> <laughs> why, did you, why did video games get so complicated, Malcolm? Like, I'm looking at this shit. Like, uh, so Sandra decided, you know what, let's do a raid. And at first I'm like, <laughs> okay, that's just like a really long strike or something like that. <laughs> and uh, I, I and I'm thinking, oh, it's going to be simple. And then one day, Sandra's like, you know, Malcolm, you should look at the guide. And I'm like, well, well why? I'm like, we'll just look at it. So I look at it, and I'm I'm just going to give you a brief uh, a brief intro of how the level starts. So you drop into, and this is called Garden of Salvation. You drop into the level, and you see the boss right there. Don't shoot at the boss because you're not doing anything to it. And 
at the point you shoot at it, lots of what are what the people in the business call ads, which are just names for other enemies that just pop mm-hmm. in just to eat up bullets and stuff, will come at you while this uh, boss, which looks kind of like a fish, but robotic, is just floating around. And at times, it will puke. Now, <laughs> when it pukes, one of the players needs to run up to it and collect it within three seconds. Otherwise, it explodes, it wipes the party, and the level starts over. And uh, and once that player touches it, he'll have this uh, weird, not really a buff, but he'll have the status where for two minutes, where if he collects another bit of the uh, the vomit, and yes, this boss is going to keep vomiting, and he, he'll die immediately on the spot. By the way, you only have so many times you can revive uh, a co-party <laughs> member. So ideally what you want to do is you'll want to have a team leader. You, it's like a team of six. Three people will pick up the puke because by the time it pukes again, even if everybody collects the vomit, by the time uh, it vomits for a fourth time, the debuff will be gone and that person picks it up and so forth while the other three pick up, pick, take care of the ads or the other enemies throughout the level. And you do this while following the boss through the level until you get to a certain point, you pick up a chest and that's part one. Then we get to part two, where essentially is you want to split up now into three teams. By the way, do not do a raid if you don't have voice chat or or talking (laughs) on the phone because it's not going to work. Like just watching the video is like, how the fuck would anybody commit? Like it would be impossible. It's impossible to do that without talking to each other. Exactly. So what you – because you want to go to two ends of this level – have two people there. And uh, by the way, they introduced this thing called tethering, which is essentially you shoot at this box and a line comes at you. And if another one of your teammates comes close to you, the line connects to them. So it's sort of like a conduit type of deal until then the point is to get to this other box, which either get grants you a buff or it unlocks a door in other cases. But in this one, you basically want to do the tether to get a buff because the Enemies are going to start coming at either end and they're going to have shields. If you don't have that buff, you can't penetrate the shields and kill the enemies. Because if the enemies get to the end or the altar that you're guarding, they will pray to it. It'll explode. It wipes the entire party and you have to start that part all over again. And so you have two people on either side doing that. Meanwhile, you have also two other people who will go to the other ends through warp zones to help them get the buff. Because the buff only lasts for 40 seconds, folks. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, you just keep this up till a certain point where you go to the middle. And once you go to the middle, that's where you take on that fish that I mentioned earlier. So (laughs) I'm going to do my best to remember how this went because I remember being absolute garbage at it. But essentially, you're going to want – there's – while the fish is going around, you want to split up into three teams. I'm just going to tell you my side of it and and realize that the other three people had a ton of shit to do – in order for us to not wipe or all die. But essentially three of us followed the fish who would go into a room, in which case he would vomit again. And one person would, would get to the vomit. Meanwhile, the other two people should be on the left and right hand side of the guy. The guy in the middle who touched a puke is able to (laughs) see lights up on the enemy. The other two guys can't see it. And he follows the fin at the top. And one of the lights uh, will come on, either one innerwards or closest to the enemy or outwards or away from the enemy. Now, ideally, through voice chat, because once again, do not do a raid if you don't have voice chat. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll say to the, say out loud, inner or outer. And from there, the other two know which one to shoot, and they shoot those lights in correspondence. If they don't, then the enemy does a big bomb that wipes out the entire party. You have to start over. <laughs> and meanwhile, the other three are doing something important that if they don't do, then everyone gets wiped and they have to start over. So it's like, so I watched this video. Oh, before we even get to the right, I was watching this video and I was having panic attack, Joe. <laughs> like I was looking through this and to me, it looks like a word problem in math, like in a really, really bad test. I'm like, I can't do this. What? I'm just one of those idiots who shoots things. What the fuck? So, so I'm going to give a shout out at this time to my party or my clan, Krusty Crunchers, spelt with K's. 
<laughs> crusty cruncher uh, crushers crushers thank you sandra correct me in the other room and <laughs> uh, so and which are and i want to give a special shout out to geeky nerd ftw hidden next boss and i'm gonna m- miss say your name here and this is the clan leader so it's even worse but escarot 66 it's who let me tell you joe some people who do these raids they don't like new people like Sandra tried doing a raid multiple times, and they looked at her stats, kicked her right out of the ground, <laughs> sent her back up into space. And uh, but these guys, these guys were a class act. They, they, there are. I will give the game designers credit. There are spots where if you don't move, you or go towards the enemy, nothing happens, which is the ideal time to plan what it is you're going to do next. And uh, they would sit us down. They would have like little meetings, like okay, so you, you, and you. And it was me, Sandra, and a friend of ours named Tony, who were inexperienced. All right, you guys are going to do this. When this happens, you need to do this. And they really broke it down. Essentially, what we saw in the video, but I didn't have to commit all of it to memory, which really helped. And uh, they basically walked us through here. And we started, I believe, at nine o'clock. We finished at about midnight. It, now was in between like dying and stuff, and I, I got to tell you, I, I felt really lousy because I was a measly ten thirty at the time. Granted, I had made it there within two weeks, which apparently is a uh, impressive. So, little uh, tip of the hat to me. But uh, I'm at ten sixty one now. Anyway, so but at the time I didn't have a lot of powerful weapons, which is why I'm looking for that now. So. No, but they helped me through it. They explained things. They never once made me feel like I, I didn't belong there. So, I re- hey, if you guys are listening, thank you very much. You made that game really fun. And when we beat it, which we did beat it, Joe, it was such <laughs> it, I, I was so it was like one of the highest highs for me playing that game. <laughs> Haven't done a raid since, but I want to do one one again at some point. But we'll figure that out here. Here, but anyway, so that was my experience with the raid, with my first time raid. But you, for anyone who's considering it, yeah, you you really do want to look up those videos because <laughs> you'll have no idea what to do. Apparently, there's this whole smart way or actual way of doing it, and make sure once again you have voice chat. But anyway. Destiny 2 has been sucking up all of my time, like literally all of my time. Like it's been a while since I've been this invested into a video game, I have to admit. It where now I, I a lot of you if you go up and watch a video about Destiny 2 now or listen to uh, chats like Fireteam chat from IGN or stuff like that, you'll hear a lot of people telling you there's like nothing to do and that uh, they're just recycling a lot of stuff, which for those people is a valid claim. However, if you're like me and Sandra, who are brand speaking spanking new, there is an insurmountable amount of stuff to do that we actually only have uh, until November 10th to complete because uh, not only is that when the new expansion comes out, but they announced that they're actually going to be vaulting like 50, 40% of the content. And as a result of which, a good chunk of the exotic weapons and levels are going to go bye-bye. So... For me, there's always stuff to do. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like going for like five handguns at once now while uh, trying to like do do a gambit prime, which is essentially an interesting version. To me, it's interesting of uh, PVP where instead of just straight PVP, it's actually like a two teams of players going up against enemies trying to raise uh, what's co- what are called moats into this bank and which you'll summon the boss and kill it. However, at any at certain times, somebody from the opposing team can go to the other player's area and kill the players, thus preventing them from cashing in their moats. Or if you attack them while they're fighting the boss, when you kill a player, it refills the boss's health, thus keeping it uh, going going longer. So there's actually a lot of strategy there. Here. Uh, as far as the PvP or the Crucible, uh, I hate it. I hate it with a fiery passion. <laughs> I hate all PvP to be to be fair to the game. I, I, it's it's literally I enter a room and before I know it, I'm shot in the head and I'm dead. That's pretty much my PvP experience. 
weapons. Uh, but unfortunately, a lot of those weapons that I mentioned earlier require you to do uh, to do PvP. That's a that's kind of the bummer. I'll I will say about the game at certain points. It's super grindy. Which if you're into super grindy games, great. But some of the it's like literally just do this, like do this thing in this one area, then go to Crucible, then do the Gambit for a little while, and do this specific thing. So it's like a lot of that. However, the rewards are great. Like when you finally do unlock that exotic after doing this huge quest line, you do feel like you accomplished something. So there is that. So like there's a lot of stuff. So me and Sandra have been playing it nonstop where we, we actually got all of the DLC. Like she was playing it for free for the longest time. Then I got involved and that's where things went to shit. So <laughs> <laughs> you know, like as soon as I got involved, they're like I looked I looked over at PSN and was like, huh. All the DLC is on sale. Like you could buy both of them for thirty-five bucks, which is not a bad deal. So grab that all up. That opened a whole new world for us. It's like to to put it in a certain way, Joe. Like Sandra, you know, she'll like jump into the pool of this of a video game and she'll like swim on the surface for a bit, do laps, burpees, or whatever. Me, I just cannonball and I just deep dive right in there. And sort sometimes bring Sandra on with me too. And I jumped right into there. So I'm already looking forward to Beyond Light, which is the next DLC. Looking forward to continuing to work with my with our clan, which apparently those three members were it for a little while until <laughs> me and Sandra. <laughs> it's like it was kind of funny talking to them afterwards. They're like Sandra. Apparently nobody used the uh, on the Destiny app. There's a clan chat where you can talk to members of your clan. And one day, like this beacon started playing started sounding off in their phones and uh, one of them was like hey do you guys and Sandra asked hey do you want to do a raid and one of them was talking to the other because they're brothers and they're like hey are you going to do the raid with us like with with who our clan what do you mean our clan we have you know like there are people on the clan chat talking like people use the clan chat on our clan <laughs> but it was fun I had a tremendous time and I need to pry myself off I admit that Joe I'm <laughs> I, I'm too into the game I need to get back to Ghost and other stuff that's coming. So, but it, it's addictive, and I only have X amount of time to do stuff. So, that's a, that kind of. So, but I'll do my best for the show, folks. And that's my little tale of my experiences with Destiny so far. <laughs> Anything else you wanted to ask me on this one, bud? Uh, no. I, I guess I got. I just kind of wonder when they're finally going to pull the trigger on uh, crossplay uh, between platforms. Uh, because I'm pretty sure I, I I thought Bungie said they were doing that. Uh, at some point, but I don't think they've done it yet, right? Right. So they they have cross save. So right. Yeah. So if you connect all your accounts there, I could pl- I could actually go over to Joe's house on on his second uh, Xbox and his second game room. I could hop on and play <laughs> my character, so to speak. So they got all that. Uh, however, yeah, as of right now, a cross play is not a thing. At least I'd, I'm pretty sure. So. Yeah, because um, like we said on the last show, uh, the game—I mean, the game is already free to play, but all the expansions are soon going to be available for free on Game Pass. So, like, if I could download that game and basically all it entails uh, for free, and then play with you on your play as you play on your PlayStation and I play on the Xbox, that would be really cool. Mm. Well, worst case, you know, it, it is still free on PlayStation Four, so yeah. But uh, yeah, it would be pretty cool. Maybe they're saving that. For Destiny 3. Now, for those people getting worried and being like, oh, well, I may as well not get into Destiny 2 then. Uh, there's, <laughs> there, Including Beyond Light, there's three more expansions coming, and they release those annually. So we've got at least three more years of Destiny 2. And they've already said that it's coming. It's going to be on PlayStation 5 as well and the next-gen and um, game consoles as well, I, I should just say. So there, there's quite a bit more life for Destiny 2. Yeah. yeah. So look forward to that. But yeah, I would absolutely love crossplay to an extent. Maybe not the people on computers, just because it's you know for someone playing a shooter game on a computer, it's actually pretty easy to get precise headshots than it is with console players. Right. So, so that's a little, especially in you know Crucible is a dick as it is, Joe, and uh, <laughs> uh, God, computer players. But you know what? At the end of the day, and we're, that's where we're going to go. Eventually, everything will just be able to play with everyone, regardless. But yeah, I don't know. But tip of the hat to Bungie—they took a game which was honestly quite terrible when that 
team with <laughs> Activision was going on, but they turn around and it's actually a pretty fun game now and that I've super enjoyed. Me and my wife are playing it constantly and it's been a while since we've had a good game to play together. So thank you. Thank you, Bungie. Great job. <laughs> uh, and I feel bad for you for all the videos I've seen of people complaining about your nerfing and various other things. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Hey, uh, did you want to talk about the game we played together, Joe? Oh, yeah. All right. So, folks, me and Joe actually played a game together, which, believe it or not, does not happen as often as you may think. <laughs> so, I noticed that while I was, like, busy playing playing various strikes in Destiny 2 and looking up on YouTube videos, a little game called Fall Guys popping up. I, I, saw, I saw a Let's Play on there. It's like, okay, that looks cool. Then next day... There was three Let's Plays with uh, Fall Guys, and then 24 the next day, and it grew and grew, and, like, everyone is playing this game. And then, fi- and then all of a sudden, Joe pops up, and he's like, hey, did you get Fall Guys? <laughs> <laughs> it's free on PlayStation Plus, you know? Which, tip of the hat to Joe, I, I had n- neglected to look what was free, so I got the game. Joe wanted to play, and we played together. And Joe, th- this is quite <laughs> the interesting game, I have to say. <laughs> it's... it's- it's the hell of a thing, uh, and it's it's blown up in the huge way as you as you alluded to uh, in, in your lead up here. Because man, um, you know, and in, 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 this came out for free on PlayStation Plus, like at launch, uh, and throughout the, this month, it's it's like it's it's on PS4 and it's on Steam. On Steam, you know, you have to pay for it. Uh, it's a twenty dollar game without PlayStation Plus, uh, and it's. Since sold seven million copies on Steam, uh, and it's the most downloaded game in PlayStation Plus history, <laughs> uh, because this game, like the game, just becomes such a phenomenon, and like it's it's cool, man. It's a good, it's a, it's just a good fun game. <laughs> like it's just good wholesome fun. And that's not hyperbole, folks. That they actually released that PlayStation actually released that it is the most downloaded PlayStation Plus game in the history. Of PlayStation Plus, <laughs> Rigane, and I got to tell you, I, I started that game up and was looking at this jelly bean I was controlling, <laughs> and it asked me, "Hey, do you want to dress up this jelly bean?" And I'm like, "What the hell is this?" But folks, <laughs> <laughs> so Joe was doing laundry, so me and the wife played. Uh, my wife is in love with this game, absolutely in love. This is the greatest game. This is her Shadow of the Colossus, an all-time classic. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, essentially, the you know the the short story is, you play as sixty, you play against fifty nine other other jelly beans. And Joe, please correct me if there's an actual name for these beings. <laughs> no, I think people just call them the beans. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> and uh, essentially, you're in a game show. Is the most popular explanation I've heard about it, and you basi- yeah. you basically are doing. Kokeshi's Castle or Most Extreme Elimination Challenges. like, And you're just trying to race through before others do so you can qualify. Some of those games involve rushing, pick which door is a real door and rush through it and rate, make it to the end. Other ones, it's like you're literally dodging hammers and balls thrown at you so you can cross <laughs> the finish line. Other ones, uh, me and Joe's favorite is... Guess which one? What bit of the floor is real, and run across <laughs> it and try to make it to the end before everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and uh, there, there. As far as what you can do in the game, you can jump, you can dive, and you can grab. The grab <laughs> is the most evil thing in the game. I'm saying. <laughs> hey, as some people, players just love to grab you for even though that's not. That part of that that particular game you're playing. (laughs) (laughs) You also learn, folks, that the Joker is right. Some people just want to see the world burn as there are really terrible people playing this game. Like people who will be 41 out of 42 to cross a finish line. Wait at the finish line for somebody to get close and let you get close enough so they could watch, watch the guy cross the finish line and thus end your dreams. Those people need to be banned, Joe. But aside from that, this is, I, I have to say, <laughs> I enjoyed the game. It's, 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 it's the right kind of stupid. It's uh, fun and it's just goofy. And it's, 
it was interesting. Like we were, I was looking at the Gamescom thing. Like they're already talking about season two. I'm like, dude, your game came out a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> How quick are these seasons? <laughs> well, the seasons are like a couple of months long, I think. Yeah, because yeah, like last I checked on it, uh, working my way through uh, through the level progression, uh, I think there's like like 40 days left in the season hmm. currently that's currently running. Uh, and, you know, the, the new season of stuff is is going to be uh, like meetable costumes and some new uh, playing fields, I guess, I guess you can call them, uh, that have uh, a medieval theme as well. Um, and man, yeah, it's just what a damn delight <laughs> this game has been. <laughs> like, I find like after we played, uh, like I played with some other friends uh, after after you uh, logged off, uh, and I, I I must have played the game for like four hours that night. <laughs> and, <laughs> and towards the end, I finally, finally, finally <laughs> won. I uh, got myself a crown, and I felt like I could fucking gorilla press my fridge <laughs> after winning that game. I was like, "Oh man, uh, the the sheer satisfaction and joy of uh, of actually finally winning is is unlike any other game I've played <laughs> in a while." <laughs> like, I'm I'm thinking back on some of the some of the levels there, and it's like everyone is so goofy in that game, like. I feel like 50% of the 60 you're going to play with have really no intention of winning. They just want to fuck around with you. Like, <laughs> like there are one, like uh, there's one game where you're essentially on this very long rolling foam thing and you're trying to walk across, but maintain your balance so you don't fall off. And there are others who just like walk in place in the middle of it and will just grab you as you walk by and like, what the get, get off. <laughs> or, is it possible to throw people in this game? No. Okay. No. I, I, I heard Sandra say at one point, hey, he threw me or he grabbed me and, and tossed them. And I'm like, no, but fun? the thing that happens is when you grab somebody is like, if, like once you let go, um, there's like a split second where they're like immobile. So if you time the grab uh, just right, um, you can really fuck up somebody's game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. It's hard to explain this game. It's one of those you just need to play it. It's 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 just fun. You just like you basically like the games can go as long as uh, you making it to the end, of course, which is the ideal situation. Or you can just be eliminated in the first round. But it's pretty easy just to get back and play play another game. As as we just said, seven million people are playing this game, and I believe it's currently just on PlayStation and computer. Is that right? Correct. That's correct. All right, all right. So yeah, there's if you if you're on either, there's a ton of people playing it. Like I see this game freaking getting live streamed all the time. So there's lot, lots of people getting it, which is great because it's sixty people at a time, Lord. Like, <laughs> and I have to say, like looking back on it, I didn't realize it, but they, it ran pretty smoothly for a game that was having sixty characters on the screen at once. Granted, they're really simple designs, but I didn't notice <laughs> any stuttering or lag or anything like that. What about you, Joe? No, I mean the game had some issues at launch because uh, so many people were trying to play it, and I guess they didn't anticipate how popular it was going to be. Uh, so, like the only real issues were like right when the game launched, uh, and I didn't start playing the game until about last week anyway. So it's not something that I experienced myself. Uh, but yeah, like, the, you know, 60 people, uh, it's a lot of people, <laughs> uh, but I think, you know, due to the simplicity of the game, like the game, the game's graphics are, you know, like they're, they're not pushing the, P- the, P- the PS4 by any, by <laughs> but, but you know, like it's, it's fun. Like it's a fun looking game. Like the, like it's bright. It's like, it's all primary colors, but like, it's all very fun and, and nice. And it's just, it's, it's just good. It's a good looking game, even though it's not, it's not like, you know, it's not fucking ghost of Tsushima, but like, <laughs> but like the, the game is designed visually very well. Like I, like the, 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 the fall guys are, are very cute. Like all the different designs that you can uh, unlock and equip them with. Uh, it's all very, it's all, it's all in good fun. <laughs> like it's, it's hard to find to like, especially as a battle Royale, you know, like, like, like I find like I'm enjoying all these battle royales that aren't about like shooting people, <laughs> like you know, for as popular as like Call of Duty, uh, Warzone is, and like Fortnite and, and PUBG. Uh, like I'm, I find myself more drawn to battle royales like 
like Fall Guys and, and fucking Tetris 99. <laughs> like it's 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 like I'm always floored by like what people manage to do with this battle royale format. Like like one of the things, you know, when PUBG and and Fortnite blew up and like and all these other um, battle royale like copycats kind of started popping up. It was like oh man, like how many more battle royales can we possibly put out there? Uh, and it turns out that the answer is don't make a battle royale by <laughs> shooting people and the sky's the limit. <laughs> I do like it as well, and I agree with you. Like, I'm sort of done with the battle royales where you shoot, where you shoot someone. I, I was just thinking, like, as great as the, the game moves now, imagine how laggy it would be if it was like somebody like Quantic Dream or whatever p- published thing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you get these ultra realistic jelly beans. Oh God! <laughs> you can move like one frame a minute. Like, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Okay, we can support five characters at the same time. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's super fun. And it's what's interesting is this is just the beginning, as I can only see this game getting like more levels. Uh granted, most of the stuff we saw in the in the uh, trailer that they did at the not Gamescom um thing the other day was just more costumes, but I'm sure they're working on more games to introduce more levels to play and what have you so yeah yeah they are yeah so it's only going to get bigger from here so so get get in on the ground floor people yeah hats off to them this is this is probably going to be the next Fortnite for all i know (laughs) like um like i remember when they announced the game for playstation plus for for this month and it was like call of duty uh modern warfare 2 remastered which you know i downloaded because like hey that's a good game too (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and then it was like fall guys i was like i don't even know what this game is whatever <laughs> like and you know i claimed it when 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 it went up but i never but i didn't download it until until last week when i saw that it was it become this phenomenon i was like all right i guess i'll check, actually try to <laughs> check this game out and uh yeah man it's 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 just a fun game to pick up and play for like like a, like i can play it for hours like i did that other night but it's a good game to just kind of like like if you just have like 20 minutes like yeah i'll, I'll try a couple rounds of fall guys why not um it's very easy to either dip in and out or, or just, like, lose yourself <laughs> trying to chase that damn crown for hours at a time. Yeah, I mean, as far as, like, problems with the game, uh, you know, we talked about them when we were playing. They're pretty minor. Like, when you get eliminated from uh, from the game, you, you have a choice because uh, if, you know, your other people that you're playing with are still playing, you can uh, sort of move the character perspective from to either one of them or one of the 50 or so other characters still in the game. Right. And ideally it, I feel like it should just start with, uh, you know, once you're eliminated to one of the camera perspectives of one of your teammates, but it'll just drop you in a random dude's, uh, POV. And you just have right. to cycle through like 60 characters to try to find <laughs> right. somebody. <laughs> but don't get me wrong. When you do get that perspective and you can watch your, watch your friend, Either tr- either fail or come so close or get into all these annoying situations. <laughs> it's pretty magnificent. It's pretty terrific. <laughs> uh, but that's my, one of my regrets. I think Joe already said that they're working on a way to get that going. And yeah, yeah I mean that's really it. I mean, like it's one of those games. You, what you get is what you see is what you're getting, and what you're getting is pretty fun. I'd have to say. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I, I recommend this game very very highly. Um, like, and it's weird to talk about it. Uh, in like on like on the same <laughs> same level as something of like Ghost of Tsushima or or, or Last of Us Two, you know, two games that I, I I love. But it's like, man, this is this is pretty high up there for one of my favorite games of the year so far. <laughs> Game of the year conversation is gonna be really weird this year. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so yes, yeah, so we've got the, the the grit and realism of and and the the gut punches of, of the Last of Us. Part two, and then here's Fall Guys. <laughs> it's like, all right, cool. All right, so the finals are Final Fantasy VII Remake and Fall Guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the ultimate challenge. <laughs> oh, gosh. Do you have anything else to say on this one, bud? Um, nothing besides go and play it, man. It's, it's, it's fucking good. <laughs> at, at the very least, just make sure it's in your library before the end of the month, folks. Right, yeah, you've you've got a few more days, I think. Uh, yeah, you so, got definitely. Yeah. All right, were there any other games uh, that you want to mention there, buddy? Um, no, that's that's pretty much the gist of what I've been playing the last uh, 
since the last time we recorded. All right. Well, folks, that does it for this month's episode of the Firmware Update, episode 220. Thanks so much for joining us once again. It was fun on being here with you again. If you like what you heard, once again, go to our Facebook page, The Firmware Update, and please give us a like. That helps uh, the show out tremendously. You can also go to thefirmup.com to get each and every episode downloaded. Of course, more simply, you can find us on such sites as iTunes, Spotify, Google, Pocket (laughs) Cast. All these awesome, pretty much everywhere you listen to, we're right there, willing and waiting for you. And hey, if you're on iTunes, please give us a five-star written review. That helps us out. Even if that written review is just, these guys are awesome. That, trust me, <laughs> words help out tremendously. Uh, I'll take it. <laughs> uh, if you, you can also follow us on Twitter, at the firm up, at PSML for me, at ones 23 for Joe. And Joe, is there anything else I'm forgetting? Um, you can write into the show if you like. Uh, we do have an email address. Uh, mailbag at thefirmup.com if you feel like uh, sending us some feedback or asking us some questions we'll be happy to read them uh, live on the air and answer them and folks if you're if you're at home and thinking hey you know what I do love this show but I wish it was on more well we have a Patreon page and if we get enough there you know what yeah we'll do the show more so (laughs) (laughs) so get so get every little bit helps helps and also helps us so that we get more games to talk about on these shows as well and i promise uh, I'll, I'll start trying to get off destiny 2 just a little bit folks thanks so much for listening take care adios